Good afternoon. Welcome to this afternoon's edition of the Richard Urban Show, where we bring you news and views from God's point of view. I am your host, Richard Urban, coming to you from the store of Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. Today's episode is Bioterrorism by COVID Vaccination. So far, as of uh, yesterday, the VAERS, that's the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, has reported 6,113 deaths and 21,708 hospitalizations from the COVID vaccines. That's in less than six months. So due to the underreporting, the actual number is at least 61,000 deaths and 270,000 hospitalizations. And that's actually low. That's assuming uh, 1 in 10 reporting. It's probably more like 1 in 50. So, for comparison, all other vaccines combined for the past 10 years have produced 2,560 deaths. So, clearly, common sense tells us something is terribly, terribly wrong. So, Dr. Peter McCullough, who is a professor of medicine and vice chief of internal medicine at Baylor University, he recently was on with Reiner Wulmick on his, um, you know, show or, you know, broadcast. And he describes the current push to have every man, woman, and child vaccinated as bioterrorism by vaccination. So we have to vigorously resist this push for forced vaccination and the push for vaccination for our children. Let's look at some clips from this interview, which I highly recommend. I'll link to below and or if you're listening on podcasts you can check also our website at visionroot.org so let's now look at these clips and death so what we had discovered is that the suppression um, of early treatment was tightly linked to the development of a vaccine and the entire um, program as this uh, in a sense bioterrorism phase one was rolled out was really all about keeping the population um, so, uh, in fear and in isolation and preparing them to accept the vaccine, which appears to be phase two of a bioterrorism operation. So there's vast, vast malfeasance among doctors. So many of them appear to be in a state of trance, according to Dr. McCullough. Further, he states... And the CDC, you know... It, distributed their slides today and their conclusion is well we're going to reevaluate again a little bit later on in june so our agencies have done nothing to reduce the risks of the vaccine it's called risk mitigation and i've chaired uh, over two dozen day safety monitoring boards for the fda and the national institutes of health and uh, with this program th there uh, there is no uh, critical event committee there is no data safety monitoring board and there's no human ethics committee those structures are mandatory for all large clinical investigations. And so the word that's really used for what's going on is malfeasance, is wrongdoing by those in position of authority. And without any safety um, measures in place, uh, you can see what's going on. We're administering uh, the, the – um, basically it's the largest application of um, a biological product with the greatest amount of morbidity and mortality in the history of our country. We're looking at 10X 
we think we have 50,000 dead Americans, 50,000. Um, so we actually have more deaths due to the vaccine per day than certainly the, the viral illness uh, by far. It's, it's basically, in a sense, it's propagandized bioterrorism by injection. Yeah. Is that we want it, we need help. You know, we need help from psychiatrists and Absolutely. sociologists. Absolutely. Because there is a trance. There are doctors that are telling their patients to, to take the vaccine. Their patients are taking the vaccine and dying in thrombosis, and the doctors are, you know, not doing anything. In injecting pregnant women with experimental messenger RNA. I mean, this is like a horror. This is something that would would never occur in good clinical practice. So Dr. McCullough here is sharing about, you know, the horrors that are occurring. And he's also sharing that early treatment is the key with multi-drug treatment. Let's listen in on that. United States and now India, every single case, when we crush the curves with early treatment, if we just treat the high-risk patients, by treating patients with multi-drug treatment, we reduce the duration of symptoms, we reduce the spread dramatically, and we reduce hospitalization and death. It's very, very important. The only thing that can do that. Vaccination will not do that. Vaccination because the people getting the vaccine have less than a 1% chance of ever coming in contact with the virus. And then when they do, they have a you know way less than 1% chance of even getting the virus. Mm -hmm. It's impossible for the vaccine to have an impact on the epidemic curve. And that's another message we've been getting out to the public because the people promoting the vaccine are gonna claim victory that, um, oh, things uh, worked out in our favor. And uh, Brown in Canada and others have done great analyses. It's mathematically impossible for the vaccine to have any impact. So in the next clip, Dr. McCullough further shared on the danger of the spike proteins produced both by COVID-19 and by the COVID-19 vaccines. Hawk Institute and by the manufacturers that the lipid nanoparticles and the, the messenger RNA in them stay in the arm. They don't. Yeah. Uh, they distribute elsewhere. Our radiologists know that the, the breast becomes incredibly inflamed in a woman so much that they can't read a mammogram. They've actually changed their mammography criteria, at least in my hospital and I know elsewhere. And that the autopsy showed that, um, uh, in fact, there's a tremendous distribution of, and you, you, you've reviewed it, the spike protein is clearly pathogenic. The gain-of-function mutation, the four amino acid sequence at the furin cleavage joint, you know, there's four domains that code for HIV. We are always wondering why uh, the lymphocyte count is down. The email that went to Fauci that says, hey, Tony, how did you get the HIV coded in there? I mean, you can see that this is going on. This was absolutely by design. Uh, this is a weapon of bioterrorism. And to inject messenger RNA or adenoviral DNA and cause an uncontrolled production of the spike protein in the human body is a very, very bi biologically dangerous proposition. So there's absolutely no clinical benefit e for children either to take the COVID vaccine. And over 800 young people have been developed myocarditis or inflammation of the heart. In Toronto recently, officials shared ice cream and kept parents away while their children were vaccinated. What an outrage. And even worse than that, right here in this area in Washington, D.C., recently, that would be in December, Act 23-532 was passed, which allows 11-year-old children, minors, children, obviously, even those with religious exemptions on file, to receive vaccinations without parental consent. If this is an outrage, I don't know what is. I don't know 
I mean, most parents in D.C., maybe they don't realize this. D.C. residents need to take action by joining a lawsuit that's going to be filed by the Children's Health Defense. And you can uh, find links to that on our website. And you should definitely join that if you're a Washington, D.C. resident with school-age children. Finally, let's come near the conclusion by hearing this clip from Dr. McCullough. So I'm going to come on strong tonight about, you know, the kids shouldn't be touched with a needle. We're at 800 cases of heart injury in these kids. Some of them, it's really pretty significant. It's going to lead to heart failure. And we need to scare parents so hard. Yes. Um, you know, in the United States, in one state, they've already put the groundwork that the kids age 12 can accept the vaccine on their own without family um, uh, consent. That's never happened in history. In Toronto the other day, they lured the kids out to get ice cream and they held the parents back and they were vaccinating the kids. Oh, my God. Um, it's really it's terrible. My wife is Canadian and her mother was forcibly vaccinated. She doesn't speak English very well. And um, a healthcare worker came over. There was some type of dispute. And before she knew it, she was in injected. She doesn't even know what she got. So it's happening. Uh, I predict that it will come to forcible injection. They're going to take it this far. Um, We're going to stop that. We, we have, have to. to. There, there's no choice. So where's this all going in conclusion? Well, like Reiner Fulmick said, we have to stop it. If you're a parent, if you're a concerned citizen, Take action. Contact your legislators. Doesn't matter what state you live in. As I said, if you're in D.C., be sure to. Well, it looks like it's late to contact the crazy legislators, but you can file a lawsuit, you know, with the Children's Health Defense. I mean, do you want your kids to be able to go to school and be forced vaccinated? Is that insane or what? So we have to take action. We have to win this. We've been talking about bioterrorism by COVID vaccination. You can watch the whole um, interview. It's up on our site at visionroot.org. Click on blog and you'll find it there. Uh, this interview with um, Reiner, uh, well, rather, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and Reiner Fulmick. So we do appreciate you coming by today to listen to our show. Do tune in next time. If you like this show, please do share it with a friend. You can find it on your favorite podcast platform or at visionroot.org in the form of an online show with video or podcast. So we'll see you next time, and do be blessed. I'm your host, Richard Urban, coming from historic Harpersbury, West Virginia.